Welcome to episode 19 of the Become a Media Maven podcast. And today we are going to hear from my friend, Heather Stafford. And Heather is a freak in the spreadsheets, if you know what I mean. She is my tech person. If you need something done on your website, if you are doing an online summit and you want somebody to help you execute everything that goes into an online summit. If you want to build a sales funnel and build your email list, Heather is your gal. And something she's going to do in this episode is tell you not only what you need, but how to make it easy peasy for you. Because the tech thing, it scares a lot of people and it holds a lot of people back, especially when they try doing a lot of it on their own. So that is why Heather exists to take the stress off of you so you don't need to focus on what you don't know and give you time to focus on what you're good at and what you do know how to do and what you should be doing. So if tech is something that scares you or holds you back, whether or not you want to admit it, you're definitely going to want to listen to this episode. So without further ado, here is my friend, Heather Stafford. Ever wonder how some people seem to get a ton of media coverage and you don't? Welcome to Become a Media Maven, where TV reporter, host, and news contributor Christina Nicholson shares years of media experience to help you get the media attention you and your business deserve. And now, to help you master your media coverage, Christina Nicholson. Heather, welcome to the Become a Media Maven podcast. Thank you for having me. I am excited to talk to you because you help business owners with two things that they get kind of lost on. And one of them is strategy. And the other one is using tech to be strategic. Tech can be scary. And sometimes strategy is like, well, what is a strategy? What is my strategy? Is this working? Is it not working? And you are an expert in both of these things. And you really help people automate their exposure, but in a strategic way. Correct. Okay. So break it down a little bit for me. Specifically, what kinds of things are you doing now in your business for your clients? So currently, um, we we do a number of things. Um, I do have a a fully functional agency. So we do done for you technology, building websites and lead magnets and ebooks and podcasts and webinars and many other things that you use to gain leads and grow your tribe, um, building your exposure and creating a bigger impact. Um, I also have um, on the other side of that, we do strategic tech implementation. And what that means is like, a lot of business owners go, okay, I have this really big vision. Like I want to impact the world here. And then they stop and they go, well, how am I supposed to get there? And that's the big question. Well, how am I supposed to reach millions of people? How am I supposed to impact the world? How am I supposed to get my message out there? And there's, it takes so many pieces and parts and so many of them are wrapped up in technology that if you're if you're not a, you know, an MIT grad living in Silicon Valley, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm out. I'm not doing this. This is not fun. <laughs> and so business owners will, they'll shy away. Like you said, that they will, they'll say, oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll do that later. Or I'm going to learn that later. Or they hire somebody, but they don't know what they're hiring somebody for. 
I don't know what I'm supposed to hire somebody to do, but I, I know that I need to hire somebody that's, that's in tech. And they get stuck. Um, so we use basic building block strategy and implement tech in small pieces so that a business owner can grow with their technology. I like that. And when people come to you, like, what are they saying? They're probably coming to you a little frustrated because nothing is more frustrating than tech that you can't figure out. They are. A lot of them, I mean, it's like, okay, uh, I have I have a lot of clients that also have a business coach. My business coach says I need a, insert here, a webinar. Um, uh, um, I need to be, I need to have a website. I need to have a blog. I need a podcast. I need to do videos. And they're like, well, I can shoot videos on my phone. I'm like, okay. They're like, well, where do I put them? And that's where the, that's kind of where the book stops because the big picture that a lot of people are given, it's like, oh, you know, do a video channel and just, and just um, link it to your website. Well, it's, that's not that easy for someone who doesn't even know what a vid- like they're like, well, what's a video channel? Like, well, what do I use? And it's breaking down the basics. Like, okay, you're going to need a couple of, you know, particular things. Like how do I build an email list? I get asked that question all the time. Well, how do I build an email list? Well, there's about a million ways. And one of the easiest ways is to start here. So we answer some of the basic questions, not using technology language, breaking it down to like small actionable pieces that business owners can accomplish. And for any business owner, how is how important is it to use tech to be strategic in growing your business? Is it a must? Like everybody needs to be doing it? It is the difference between failure and success. So that's a yes. It's a must. <laughs> <laughs> it is also a must for you to take a really big deep breath and realize that like technology is there to it's there to serve you. It's there to help you and support you. It's not there to, to beat you up. It is not there to be confusing. It's not there to make things hard. How you go about it, like taking things one step at a time, really gives you the opportunity to learn how to put your technology and your strategy in place so that it grows for you. And a lot of people, they feel like they need to do this on their own. They say, I'm just starting my business. I'm not making a lot of money yet. So I need to learn how to do this tech and do it on top of everything else that I'm already doing. And I know you and I, we share a business coach. We know the importance of investing in your business and Mm -hmm. spending money on things to grow your business. But when I started, I didn't get it. When you started, I'm sure you didn't get it. Nope. <laughs> so it's like people will spend three hours trying to figure something out that you could do in five minutes. What do you say to those people? Trust the process. So I had a mentor and a coach um, in, I, in, uh, in another field. He coaches emotional intelligence and leadership development. And he looked at me often and said, trust the process and stay in your lane. And it took me a while to figure out what that meant and like really like what that, what you're supposed to do with that. Like when someone tells you your business coach or a friend or someone you're, you're getting like some support from stay in your lane, like you have a zone of genius. You have something that you do that impacts the world. Everybody does do that. And be humble enough to request support everywhere else. Yes, I, I, I absolutely believe without a shadow of a doubt that business owners 
need to understand the basics. Like you do need to know what an email marketing system is and why we have it and what function it causes in your business. You do not need to know how to set it up. You don't need to know how to pull metrics and analytics and numbers. Like, no, just, just no. Unless that's what you want to do for a living, don't do it. Makes Take the sense. time. Like, you investing in your business, everybody's like, oh, if I hire a, I'm going to have to hire a web developer. Yes, if your next step is developing a website, you hire a web developer. If you need to grow your email list, you probably need to hire like a tech VA. A tech VA is about an eighth of the cost of a web developer. It is not going to cost you $20,000 to build the list. I have clients that have done it for under $1,000. They've grown an audience to then share their message with. And it's not painful. It's not expensive. And tech doesn't have to be expensive. I know that ClickFunnels and <laughs> all of the different companies that are out there have great marketing. It's like, get this and you can grow. You can make a million dollars online. Sure. Some people have done it. But it, you need the right kind of technology. So finding someone whose background is in technology and what the different softwares and things are used for to say, hey, start with this and then grow and then move to this and then grow. You should never be growing into your technology. You're t you should be growing out of it. You should always be growing out of your technology into something new. I like that. And you talked about something that I feel like a lot of people, they don't do this which is pulling their metrics, looking at analytics, and looking at numbers. And I think there's a couple of reasons people don't do this. One, it's not fun and sexy. It's more fun mm -hmm. to play on Facebook and Instagram than it is to do that. Um, and two, sometimes those numbers and you get in those dashboards and it looks really confusing and people, they try to look at it, but they don't know what it means. But that is like strategy 101 is it not to see how oh, people totally are reacting is. it totally is it's it's a way like every piece of technology that you use in your business has a set of metrics that you can pull you can pull a report you usually have a report section in any dashboard um facebook advertising for example if you go into your ad manager there's a report on your facebook ads now, the numbers might not make sense necessarily. Almost every software has a little, a little key that'll tell you, like, this means that, that means this, this is attributed to that. But understanding the, the power behind your metrics and the power behind how your metrics are going to drive what you, know, what you focus on, where you change, what you tweak, so that you can get your message further is so monumentally important. Like, you got to know the numbers. You have to take a look at it. And this is something that your VA should do for you. Like if you haven't, if you're just getting started and you haven't hired an assistant yet, trust me and know this, your very first hire will be an assistant, somebody to help you with all the busy work so that you can continue doing your genius. That's going to be your very first person. And they will be the person that will help you sit down in a meeting and muddle through the numbers like, okay, what's working? Because those numbers will show you like, what are people, what do people like? What are people reacting to? What are people following? And if they like that, I want to give them more of those things. It's like having an open window to seeing what your customer needs. And so many people, I feel, they just continue to do what is fun for them instead of what 
their audience is telling them and they'll <laughs> say, well, I don't know what they're telling me, but they are if you look at the metrics. They are. That is absolutely true. We People get into business because they have this vision. They're like, I want to make an impact here. Okay, great. I love that. Make an impact right there. But that impact is not for you. That impact is for your client. It's for your tribe. It's for the person who reads your emails. So make sure that you're looking at your numbers and you're reading your feedback and you're giving people what they're asking for. They're telling you in no short way, like, hey, I need this. Can you give me this? And all they're asking you to do is give them more information on something you've already touched on. I just did a TEDx talk and I talked about the Kardashians in it because I was talking about media. So you cannot talk about media and not talk about the Kardashians. <laughs> so the yeah. point that I made was that when you scroll through Facebook and you see, um, you know, maybe it's Entertainment Tonight or something and they're doing a story about the Kardashians and you go to the comments section and all the comments are, I hate this family. Why am I seeing them? They're so annoying, whatever it is. But by commenting, they are driving up engagement. Like even mm-hmm. though all of the comments are negative, that media outlet, they don't care what you're writing. They just look at their analytics and they see which one drove the most engagement. And that's what they keep doing. And that's why we keep seeing the Kardashians everywhere because uh-huh. the haters are keeping them relevant. Engagement keeps anything relevant. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter what it's on. It could be social. It could be economical. It can be political. Like engagement will keep something relevant forever. So how did you get started doing this? Were you one of these VAs that you say people should hire? No, actually I wasn't. Um, I was a freelance graphic designer and web developer for eight years and I was a very successful freelancer. And when I say very successful, I mean very, very lazy freelancer. <laughs> um, and it was, I, I had a, a nice little private client book that kept me minorly busy and gave me a lot of free time. I surfed every day and it was, it was you know, it was, it was an easy life. Um, I wasn't really doing anything to make a difference. And I took a leadership development course um, in emotional intelligence in Southern California. And one of my mentors looked at me and said, what are you doing that is, to leave a legacy? What do you want to be known for when you're gone? And I was like, what? What do you mean, what am I doing to leave a legacy? I'm awesome. Have you met me? Why are you asking such <laughs> difficult questions? I was like, that's embarrassing. Like, I, I don't. <laughs> and I finally looked at him. I was like, I don't know. He goes, okay. He goes, you know, you're, you're, you're brilliant. You're really good at what you do, but where are you creating impact? And I was like, I, I don't know. And so it got me thinking, I was like, all right, I need to create an impact. And I looked at my business model and, and my business model was, you know, bottom line driven. Like that was it. And I was like, well, what can I do? Because designing websites is, it's awesome. It's fun. It's easy. I love branding. It's good money. <laughs> I mean, we we were de- we were designing five figure, six figure websites. We weren't designing, you know, starter landing pages. And I was like, okay, well, who needs my help? And so I started asking around inside of my cohort and my tribe and people I saw on Facebook, like, what kind of technology really would really help you guys? Like, what do you really need? And they were like, we need to get started. And I was like, okay. So I reached out to a business coach that I know that teaches startup entrepreneurs. And I was like, hey, what kind of technology do your, do your 
clients need? Like, what, what do they really need help with? And she was like, oh my gosh, you're solving the biggest problem. I need this and I need, and she gave me a laundry list. And I was like, okay. So I started kind of putting things together. Um, software and tech development is my specialty. Um, I got my master's in graphic design and my postgrad in computer science technology research. So I'm a geek, which is super fun. <laughs> but she's like one of those pretty geeks, y'all. Like I know this is a podcast and you can't see her, but she is just the cutest freaking thing. So imagine that kind of geek when she calls herself a geek. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah, so it was like, okay, well, like I had a couple of I have a had a couple of really great business coaches say, hey, I've got entrepreneurs that are getting started and this is what's stopping them. And I was like, I know what I'm going to do. So I went back to my mentor and I was like, I know how I'm going to leave a legacy. He goes, what? I said, I'm going to solve tech problems one startup at a time. And he was like, there you go. That's good. (laughs) That was, that was the end of it. Thomas looked at me and said, that's it. Okay. Now get started. And I was like, all right, great. So we dove into research. We did a ton of market research. I worked um, really closely with a couple of business coaches that, I mean, they have three, four, five, six hundred clients a year going through a program. So they've made it to where all of us like really dream of going. And I got a laundry list of the technology problems that startup that startup entrepreneurs face. Like, what is email marketing? How am I supposed to build a lead magnet? And Christina, you you love lead magnets, don't you? I mean, <laughs> can we have a love hate relationship with lead magnets? Again, all it all goes back to strategy, right? <laughs> strategy and metrics, strategy and metrics. And so I started working really closely with a lot of these business coaches' clients, and we developed products and programs to support what they were, what the my co- these coaches were trying to teach them. It's like, okay, when, you, when you're scared of technology, like pick up the phone, call Heather. She's going to set you straight. She knows what you're getting ready to learn. And that's just kind of how it snowballed. I was like, okay. About six months later, I had one of my coaches look at me and say, okay, so are you planning on like coasting like you always have? Or are you going to change the world? And I was like, oh, man, another one of these questions. Like, gosh, what is with this person in the <sighs> deep questions? Come on, you guys. So my response was like, well, of course, I'm going to change the world. It's like, okay, well, how do you plan on doing that? And I was like, hmm. So I went back. I, I went back home and I was like, how, how can I impact 1 million, 1 million startup entrepreneurs? And so we started a plan. And that is how my agency was born. It was like, okay, I want to I impact 1 million startup entrepreneurs and giving them the tools to create success in their business without being frustrated or overwhelmed or just flat out looking at something and be like, I don't know, this is not my thing. I'm not going here. Giving them the space and, and the container in, in order to grow their business and using technology as a leverage. And that's where we're at now. How long ago is this? Two years ago. Okay. Two years. Awesome. Two okay. years ago, I quit bring it, being a freelancer and I decided that I was going to build a multi-million dollar multi-vertical company. Why's it got to be multi-millions? Why does it have to be? Mm-hmm. Why not? If you're going to m- impact one million entrepreneurs, it's going to be a multi-million dollar business. Well, I the guess you're charging more than a dollar for your services. That would be correct. <laughs> <laughs> Math people, it's all about the numbers. That's what we're learning here. <laughs> right? Okay, so let's give people listening some actionable tips, some things to do. They're starting out. 
Maybe they want an email list. Um, and again, this is all, we're talking tech. This is all online. And I think a big misconception to bring it back to strategy is that it's as easy as what you see online. Like you see these people talking about how much money they're making and conveniently, like, let's be real. They're conveniently leaving out how much money they're spending to make that much money. Many of them do. Um, it's not as easy as it looks. They all leave that part out. <laughs> it, it is not as easy as the advertisements that you see. Like, don't get me wrong. A lot of those people that are saying like, yeah, I started and three months later, I made $50,000. A lot of the people that write those ads are friends of mine. Not going to lie. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, is it's not that easy. If Building it were a easy, we'd about, all be doing it. Right? Building a business is about vision. Like decide what you want to do. Focus is such a big part of it. Like even before you get to technology, focus on one thing. I promise you, if you stop and focus on just one thing, it will make all the difference in the world. And then it's about exposure. You guys have been following Christina, I'm sure, forever. Exposure, it's my jam. She talks all the time about getting exposure in the media. So there's, there's earned media that Christina teaches you guys about. And then there's all the other media that you have to deal with too like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Pinterest is now a thing. It's a platform where you can gain business. Mm -hmm. There's, there's thousands of ways. And everybody's like, well, I don't know how to get started. Like what if I run a Facebook ad and it doesn't work? Yep. It might not. Organic engagement first. Okay. I like this. I like this step-by-step. We're going to focus on one thing and we're going to focus on organic. Yes, organic engagement. Until you hit the the multiple six figure mark and you're like you're sitting down and like your one and only focus is gonna be pay to play advertising. Like organic start with organic engagement. And I and, like this a lot because a lot of people starting out, they're afraid to spend money. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless you come to Christina and I and you say, okay, here, and you have a fully built out, perfectly targeted avatar, I don't want you spending money on media. That's bananas. Right. You're not ready for it. No, you are not ready. Because you're not going to convert on the back end. No, it's not going to convert. You're not going to be, you're going to be giving your best self and still looking for the client that's been searching for you because your perfect client your perfect customer is looking for you too. You don't know it. They don't know it. They're looking for you. They're like, somebody, please solve my problem. Just solve my problem. And so if you give your best self and jump out the gate early, you're giving it to a a customer that isn't looking for you. They're like, oh, that's neat. Like maybe, maybe not. They don't have that burning problem that they need you to solve. Okay, so, so we're going to focus on one thing and we're going to make it organic. Let's mm-hmm. use use just one example. Let's come up with one strategy and give us one example that we can implement that strategy using tech. Okay, that's a beautiful thing. So you've got Facebook and Instagram, right? So you have an account with both. You can use a little piece of technology. It's an app. It's called Later. I love Later. I love Later too. I use Later for Instagram. <laughs> Later is a free piece of technology. So there's no cost involved. The platform, the learning curve on the platform is like maybe a one. It's super easy. (laughs) It's got a one on the learning platform, like learning curve. It's so easy. 
It signs you in. They have video tutorials. They walk you through the app. You connect Instagram. You connect Facebook. And then you're ready to go. You can upload your Instagram stuff. You create your content. And you can pre-schedule it. Scheduling your social media posts so that you show up online consistently is being in integrity with your media. It's being in integrity with the message that you are that you tell people, like, I'm here to give you a message. I'm here to create impact for you. Then do it consistently. Don't, like, do a bunch of stuff and then run away from me. Like, I was excited about the next post coming. So schedule, schedule your Instagram posts with some great content and some awesome hashtags. And then there's this really, really fun button. It says share to Facebook. Share your Instagram post, post to Facebook, and you have consistently targeted two media platforms that have different audiences. Let's talk about being consistent because I feel like a lot of people, they'll try this stuff for a week, two weeks, maybe even a couple months, and they're not making six figures after posting to Facebook and Instagram. So they say, screw this. It didn't work. On to the next. Of course it's not going to. <laughs> but they don't know that because they saw an True. ad where somebody says, if you do this, it'll work and they'll make a bunch of money. Oh, my goodness. I really, I really wish that we could monitor the advertisement media. <laughs> oh, I wish we could. The truth of the matter is, is that your organic reach and your organic building of a tribe and a following is not what's going to make you six figures. It is what's going to keep you at six figures and help you break seven. Because you can, you, I have seen people that don't do any engagement, that don't create community, that hit six figures and then fall flat on their face. Because they got lucky with a couple of things. They got lucky with something. Like I made a smart choice and I made a bunch of money. Nobody knows who you are. Nobody has fallen in love with you and what you're up to and your mission and your vision. Nobody is chasing you on Facebook because they, they want to be in your tribe. Like it is, it's about community. It's, it's not about the right, like making the right choice at the right time, like build the right community and serve it. Like be engaged with the people who follow you on Facebook. Like I personally message people on Facebook still. It's, it's, it's minimal. It's about being consistent. So whether or not you feel, because feelings are not facts, whether or not you feel like this, is, this isn't making me any money, this isn't helping, it is. Look at the numbers. It all comes back to the numbers. Because if your reach has grown, if your following have grown, if your friends list has grown, if your page likes have grown, if your Instagram, um, the people liking your page has grown, people are commenting on it, you're growing. So talk your about looking at the page. numbers. For Facebook and Instagram specifically, using this example, what are people looking at and where are they looking? Well, without getting, without getting too tech savvy, like it is as simple as a basic strategy calendar. So print out a, print out a one-month calendar and write on there, what days am I going to post on Instagram? Which ones am I going to share to Facebook? And then at the end of every week, I want you to look at each one of those posts. Okay. How many likes did it get? How many comments are on it? Was it shared? If it's a video, if you made a video, like a Facebook live video, did you ask people that are watching it to share it? Like ask for support. 
ask for support from, from the world. Hey, share, if you like this content, share it out. Like I want to impact a million people and then look and then track that, write that on your little calendar. And the next week do the same thing. And if you look at that one month calendar, you're consistently going to see that those numbers will start to go up. Track how many Instagram followers you have at the beginning of the week and at the next week and the next week and how many likes your Instagram posts are getting. I know that there's an algorithm behind it and you don't get seen by everybody. Like, don't worry about that part yet. That part comes so much later and it does, it so doesn't matter. Like you're going to fall, your, your posts are going to fall in front of the right people at the right time. And that's out of your control anyway. So you can't stress over an algorithm that you have not created and have no control over. Well, I mean, it's out of, even, even for me, like we have a social media expert on my team that literally Facebook advertising is all she studies. And she looked at me not too long ago and went, you know, you realize how much of this we can no longer manipulate. And I was like, yeah, yep, I'm aware. She goes, the world, the world is going back to heavy, like, good content driven media. So if your content, if your context and what you're bringing to the table is good, it's going to drive. And the thing too, that I like about Facebook and Instagram is they have insights that you can see. And even later, if you use later, later also has insights and they keep numbers. And I noticed Mm -hmm. personally on my Instagram that not to sound like a narcissist, but I'll go there. (laughs) <laughs> when I when I started posting more pictures of myself, my engagement and my following went up. And when I oh, post yeah. when I post, you know, like an object or um, something that was not as personal, it would go down. I get a lot more engagement with longer captions, and people also like those quote cards. So I've started mm-hmm. doing a lot more of that. And when you scroll back and you look at, you know, some of those pictures where it's just like, you know, I don't mean, I don't think I really ever post pictures of what I eat like a lot of people do. But, you know, if I'm at the zoo and I post a picture of an animal, nobody cares. They're not following me because I'm an animal expert. Dear God. They're following <laughs> me for a different reason. And Really looking at your insights and your numbers, it tells you what to do more of. And that has helped me grow specifically on Instagram. So that's a good testament to, you know, what you're saying is just look at the numbers and look at the metrics and that will help drive your strategy or even change your strategy a little bit. Oh, it will. And don't be afraid to try something new. Try it. It doesn't work. Okay, move on. But don't be afraid to try a new, a new way about things like, okay, so I noticed that one afternoon... Me, me specifically, about a year ago, I posted a picture on Instagram at a very random time. I usually don't post during the day. I usually post in the morning and in the evening. And I posted it like two in the afternoon and like five minutes later, it had like a hundred people like it. And I was like, what is going on? Later, partnered with, this is the funnest little app in the world. The app is called Prime. P-R-I-M-E. And I don't know. I don't even know what the, what the icon looks like in the app store, but find it, prime, put it in the show notes. Perfect. So prime is prime actually links up to your Instagram and it looks at all the people you follow and all the people following you. And I'll tell you it's prime time to post post now because the, the majority, like that's the highest number of people 
that you are following and that are following you are currently online looking at Instagram. And it says post now, it's prime time. Gives you about a five minute window. So it is something you have to pay attention to. But if you do it consistently, it'll give you one or two a day you can choose. But if you do it consistently for like two or three weeks, you're gonna see a pattern in when your tribe is online. That is the biggest insight. It's like, hey, I know my tribe's online from like 1.30 to 3 and then again at like 8 o'clock at night. Great. Schedule your posts at that time because they're going to get seen by the most people. And your engagement will go up immediately. Awesome. Okay. I liked that we went deep on that one example, focusing on one thing. Use it organically. Um, we talked about Facebook and Instagram and really just looking at the numbers. Is there anything else before we go you want to leave people with just like maybe one final thought on how strategy and tech can work together and why people, even though it's not sexy for them and it may not be fun, it is something that they need to make a part of their business? Um, first off, breathe. Take things one step at a time. And Grow at your own pace. So do one thing and master it and grow at your own pace. And with strategy, if you hire a strategist, they're going to give you a checklist. Please follow it. That's all we're asking. <laughs> exactly. Please just follow it. But it is, it's, it's one thing at a time. It's like, okay, I'm going to master, I'm going to master the lead magnet and I'm going to get it out there and I'm going to make it so valuable. Like your goal should always be to create value for the client, customer, or audience that you're serving. Create value and engage. Love Another it. That. Love it. Okay, Heather, where can people find out more about you? Um, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. My name is Heather Stafford. And um, you can also find me on um, our website. It's actually, um, I think it's being revamped next month. So don't be surprised. But it's www.creative techconsulting.com um, or you know, drop me a messenger line. I'd love to hear from you guys. If you have tech questions, you know where to find me. Awesome. Thank you, Heather. You're welcome. Okay, so now I'm challenging you to do something techy, One techie thing. And if you don't want to do it yourself, maybe reach out to Heather and ask her. She's more than happy to help. And then if you end up hiring her, great. If not, that's great too. Something that I do a lot when I need some tech help is I YouTube it because nobody loves a screencast showing me how to do something techie online than me. YouTube is great for that. And speaking of YouTube, if you follow me on Instagram, you have probably seen a couple of Insta stories of mine where I told you about me deleting my YouTube channel and starting over. So yeah, I'm starting from scratch. And the reason I'm doing this is because I had a YouTube channel um, and it was just kind of all over the place. I feel like I was making great videos with great content and I was just sharing them on social media and I said, oh, well, I have these videos anyway. I might as well put them on my YouTube channel. So a variety of YouTube videos on my YouTube channel. Like there was nothing cohesive about it. I had some lifestyle blog stuff on there, some of my kids stuff, then now more media stuff. So I said, no, 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 let me be strategic about this. 
I'm all about working smart and not working hard. So I said, let me just start over from scratch, create a brand new channel. It's going to be my Media Maven channel. So I'm literally starting with nothing. I am going to link to my brand new YouTube channel in the show notes. If you would be so kind as to subscribe to my new channel, I would be very appreciative. Um, I definitely need your help getting those subscribe numbers up because I am starting from scratch after years and years of having the same channel. I'm starting a brand new one. It's a little a little scary seeing the zero. So if you could head over there and subscribe, I would appreciate it. And if you like the podcast, you're totally going to love the YouTube channel and the videos that I will be putting out every Thursday. So this podcast, a new episode drops every Tuesday on YouTube. I'm going to drop a new video every Thursday. And Here on the podcast, you guys have told me you like the solo episodes, so imagine a mini solo podcast episode, but on video. That's what you're going to see on my YouTube channel. So again, the link is in the bio, and while you're here on my podcast, please subscribe and uh, give me a five-star review. Give me a rating. Let me know what you're liking, what you want to see more of, what you want to hear more of, because I really appreciate that too. The podcast is still something that's kind of new, just a few months old, so Your subscribes, your ratings, your reviews mean a lot to me. I do read all of them. Unfortunately, iTunes doesn't let me respond to them or else I totally would, but I am reading them and I'm very grateful for you. Um, And guess what? I won't see you until next year. So this is the last episode of 2018. I'm going to take a couple break, couple, I'm going to take a couple weeks off for Christmas and New Year's and I will come back in 2019 and, um, I think the next episode is I'm going to break down my 2019 plan. I'm going to tell you how I set my goals and I'll tell you what they are and why they are what they are and how I plan to execute them and make them happen and some goal setting strategies um, that I have learned from coaches, from books, and just from living life and doing it for a few years now. So again, thank you so much. Be sure you check out those show notes to find out more about Heather, to subscribe to my YouTube channel, and I will see you next year. If you are listening to this live, I hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.